Hi, and welcome to the Fertility Warriors podcast. I'm Robin Birkin, and I am so grateful and honoured that you're here today. From my own journey with infertility and loss to becoming a mind-body practitioner and holistic fertility coach, it is my sincere hope that I can help make your journey to conceive lighter, more supported, and easier by sharing deep emotional well-being guidance, doable conception tips, and real talk about what infertility and loss looks like. I'm here with you every step of the way. Now let's begin. Hi, I'm so glad that you're here and I'm going to get right into it today. So at the point of recording this podcast, we are knee deep in a five-day free challenge or training. So every day over the five days this week, we're pushing this out and we're midway through the challenge. So you can still jump in if you wanted to, and you can backtrack the videos too. So you go to robinberkencom slash survive and thrive, all one word. In the first day's video, I talk a little bit about my journey and the aha moment that I had after I had my miscarriage. And for those of you who don't know, we, this was when we were two years into trying to conceive. And I know that so many people have had longer journeys than that. We had done five various types of fertility treatments at the fertility clinic. We'd been there a year. We had no red flags. And so we had just done our first IVF cycle. We had really poor fertilization rates. And, but I had my first IVF cycle. I caught hyperstimulation, so basically was physically feeling really awful at the time. I had lots of anticipation. Lots of people had known that we were going in for our retrieval day. Then they knew what date we would have our test results. And you sometimes you just don't think twice about telling people when the testing day is. But then when you get to that testing day, everyone's like, how did it go? What happened? What happened? And here you are having either a positive or a negative test result and maybe feeling like, well, actually, I wasn't ready to share that. And I woke up and it was on New Year's Eve and I felt like death, like I could barely take two steps without feeling super nauseous. I was still so bloated from the retrieval and the hyperstimulation, I went into the fertility clinic and then discovered that we'd gotten pregnant. And when you're not feeling physically great, it's kind of, it's a little bit hard to celebrate in that moment, but we kind of did. We mostly I just felt relief, like emotional relief that this might finally be over. Looking back, I feel like I had been really just treading water and surviving from month to month. I don't know if you can relate to that. So that was how it started. However, two days before we were due to have our first ultrasound, we got the call that the pregnancy wasn't viable. And so in the week leading up to that, we had some inklings. My HCG levels weren't rising as they should. And in that moment, it just felt like my whole world crumbled. My whole world. What had I been doing for the last two years? I have put my life on hold for two years. I've just thrown money 
at everything. I'd been on a gluten-free, vegan diet. I'd seen an acupuncturist, a naturopath. I was just like running all around town, basically living, I don't know, what was I living off? Celery sticks and tofu. And like suffering was the operative word at this point in my journey and sinking lower and lower and lower every single month in the pursuit to have a baby, not the pursuit to lose a baby. What the actual F was going on? Like it just felt like the complete antithesis of what I had been hoping to achieve is where I was. And so we had a medical miscarriage, also felt completely like the opposite of what I had ever wanted in my life. And I navigated the following days, weeks in a fog, honestly, just feeling like I could not think straight. I could not concentrate at work. I would walk up the stairs, just feeling like there were tears welling in my eyes I couldn't summon a smile. I didn't want to talk to anyone. I didn't want to make small talk about anything in the lunchroom. Didn't want to talk to anyone about what had happened where I had up until this point been a fairly open book. I think I had even had social media at that point or a blog where I had talked to people that I had infertility, but I could not talk to anyone about the loss. It was almost like the level too far for me and complete emotional exhaustion. So we decided at the last minute we had to pay an additional charge to rush through passports that we were just going to get out. Like I couldn't couldn't cope with the day-to-day. I couldn't cope with people. We just had to get out. And for the very first time ever, I went on a holiday that didn't involve rushing around sightseeing and doing things and going on cruises and you know going out to bars and going sightseeing during the day and going to the botanic garden and the zoo and all these places first time ever where we went there was nothing like actual nothing there's no shops you could go to there's no buses there was no public transport no tours nothing so we went to Lombok and we stayed not in the touristy part of Lombok, in a very isolated and secluded part in Lombok. It was the first, probably one of the first times in the years that it was almost like I was forced to rest. How deeply uncomfortable in those times when you are going through big emotional upheaval to be forced to sit with your feelings, to be forced to sit and reflect on life, to be, you know, forced to actually check in with yourself and see how you're feeling and question what you've been doing. And that was really what happened. And I, that trip, it wasn't like I got pregnant and everything, you know, I got pregnant because I went on a holiday, everything magically changed. I came back a new woman, nothing like that happened, but it did stop me in my tracks. And I did have one single massive aha moment, which was that It wasn't worth sacrificing myself to have a baby. Ah, sorry to interrupt. I just wanted to quickly jump in and express how grateful I am that you're here today. Just to let you know that if you'd like more emotional well-being, resilience and conception tips to check out my programs and services, you can find me on my website at robinburkin.com or on Instagram at robinburkin. All right. 
let's get back to it. I could not continue on indefinitely feeling like I was turning myself inside out, like I was feeling completely exhausted, like I didn't 100% know entirely why I was doing the things that I was doing and why I was burning myself out because this journey may well take a number more years I may I may come out of this in a couple of years and my fertility specialist throws his hands up in the air and says, I'm really sorry, Robin, we've done everything that we can. You know, there's no hope for you. I could continue on that path of putting myself last, sacrificing myself, martyring myself in the pursuit to get pregnant and have a baby. Or I could draw a line in the sand and flip it, flip everything, completely flip everything and say, do you know what? Actually, I need to be okay first in order for me to be able to have the emotional energy to continue trying to conceive. We had got to that point. And like I said, many of you have probably had longer journeys and you've been working through and navigating this for a longer period of time but this really caused me to question whether I had the energy, the coping skills, the stamina to continue trying to conceive. It was almost like we went to Lombok and I was questioning whether or not I could even do anything more. I was devastated But I had this moment in Lombok sitting by the pool and I just thought to myself, I I actually can't continue on like this. I, I, every month it felt like I had been sinking lower and lower and putting my life on pause, feeling constantly like I should be cutting out more food groups, probably just surviving on air. And I drew a line in the sand. I decided that this can't happen anymore. This can't be the way that it should be. And it's only years later that I look back now and I don't want you to look back. Like I want now to be the moment when you question, like, hang on, is this the way that I want it to be? This is not a sprint. This is a potentially a marathon, like a really long marathon. How are you going to get through this in the best, most intact way? How are you not going to let your life completely slip you by? How are you not going to leave your relationship in the gutter, which my Ross just had no idea what to do with me. He was seeing me crumble before his own eyes and just be like throwing his hands up in the air. I don't know what to do. And we ended up both or mostly him. He ended up taking up surfing and just going surfing all the time to cope with it. So we ended up with this real distance between us because the way that we thought you should cope with things wasn't actually the way that you should cope with things. And how do you know any better? No one teaches you this in school. Where do we learn this? So I had this moment where I said, actually, you know what? It needs to change. Looking back, of course it needed to change. Why does my life need to be on pause? It takes so much energy to create life from absolutely nothing, from scratch. Creating a whole human being, that requires not just physical energy, not just spiritual energy, emotional energy. It requires 
you to have the energy to be able to do that. And when we are running ourselves ragged and just completely ignoring what our mind and our body is screaming and longing for us to do, my my mind just needed me to slow down. It needed me to care for it. It needed me to check in with how I was feeling, whether I was resting, whether I was giving myself everything that I needed to be able to feel like I could cope on this journey. And that was when I learned or discovered that you have to put on your own oxygen mask first. Every time I say this, I get people DM me on Instagram and be like, yes, do you know what? I've decided from today, I'm going to put on my own oxygen mask first. In this Survive and Thrive Challenge, if you are not following me on Instagram, definitely do it because we have a major announcement coming this Friday. I've something the biggest announcement that I've had in years, and we've been working so hard behind the scenes on this. I can't reveal just yet. But in the challenge this week, it's free. So it's five days of workbook, worksheets, like beautiful. I've well, I've designed them myself, but I'll call them beautiful. But beautiful worksheets, really reflective, really deep, deeper than just relax, deeper than just be positive, deeper than just stay busy, like actual proper coping skills, self-reflection, deep perspective shifts that can help you cope and survive through infertility, through the negative test results, through the hiccups on your journey, through the cancelled cycles, through the two-week wait madness and that's what I want to share with you but I just wanted to jump in and ask you the question what do you need to give yourself permission for right now today what do you need to let go of what needs to happen for you to feel like you have the energy to continue with this journey and navigate this journey feeling better are you putting yourself last Or are you putting yourself first? Because when you put yourself first, you cannot pour from an empty cup. When you are filling your own cup, then you have water, whatever, to give to other people. You have the energy to be able to adapt to setbacks, cancellations, things not going to plan, which hashtag infertility, that's constantly what infertility is. So today's call to arms, whatever it is for you, is I really want you to like take stock of where you are right now and ask yourself what it is that you need and what you need to be okay on this journey. Thank you so much for listening this week. I'll catch you next week. Well, that's another episode in the bag. But before you go, I want to let you know three quick things. Number one, did you know that every time you leave me a review on iTunes, it helps Apple and other podcast players push the podcast out to more listeners? I would be ever so grateful for a review if you think The Fertility Warriors has been helpful for you. Number two, I'm on Instagram every single day and I'd love to connect and get to know you there where I share a ton more tips and advice. You can find me at Robin Birkin. Number three, we also have a free Facebook group with thousands of the most incredibly supportive, kind and helpful warriors I know. You can search for it on Facebook at 
Fertility Warriors support and chat group. Well, that's me for this week. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you'll be notified when next week's episode drops. I'll catch you then. Bye.